hey everyone, welcome to day two of this journey that we find ourselves on, 21 days of prayer and fasting. I want to share with you a couple of stories or a couple of thoughts and ideas over the course of the next several weeks as we're joining in this journey together and embracing the truth and the reality that God has something absolutely amazing set aside for us here in 2023 as we're obedient to him. Now, a couple of years ago, my family and I had a chance to go on a vacation. Now, to be honest with you, vacations are very, very hard for me. Not because I don't like them, but, but primarily because I love what I do so much as a pastor. Now, my wife tends to say that I'm a workaholic, and I think, honestly, there's a lot of validity to what she says there, to that statement. But anyway, a couple of years ago, while we were at the beach, it, it rained for the entire time that we were there, with the exception of the very last day. Now, that really shouldn't deter any of us since our objective most of the time when we're at the beach is to get in the water and get wet. Well, the water during that week was so rough that the local authorities had actually placed red flags out on the beach the entire time, indicating to everyone that we shouldn't even get in the water to swim. Now, personally, I love to stand on the beach and, and to be amazed at the fact that God said, let there be. And, and this part, this was part of that, looking at the water, looking at the ocean, looking at the sand. The roar of the ocean, the smell of the air, the sand under my feet is something that brings peace to my heart and to my mind. All of those things remind me of the power of Elohim, our creator God. But, but sometimes we forget. During one particularly harsh storm that honestly seemed to erupt very quickly, I remember looking out the window of the home that we were staying in and seeing the streets covered with rain as the water ran to the beach. I remember watching trash cans tip over and the trash from those cans blowing down the street. And I even saw one jogger get caught out in the rain. They're trying to enjoy a nice afternoon jog in the clouds. And all of a sudden, this rain just poured upon them. The person debated for just a few seconds whether or not they should continue moving forward or to return back from the direction that they just came, finally deciding that it would be best to retreat home. Now, for about 30 minutes, the weather was pretty rough. No one was at the beach. No one ventured out into the weather. No one thought, hey, let's get outside. For about 30 minutes, the goal was to avoid the storm at all costs. Now, during that time, I thought about our spiritual lives. Oftentimes, storms seem to arise in our lives very quickly without any warning or knowledge of their approach. We feel as though we're tossed around, sliding through circumstances without control. We're caught in the middle of a situation that we can't change and have no clarity about which direction to go. We simply feel lost in the midst of the darkness, and we forget who we are and why we're here. Amazingly, on that day while we were on vacation, after the harsh rain and strong winds passed by, the sun emerged. For the first time all week, the sun burst onto the beach and lit up the sand as it dried out. Now, the wind felt like a smooth breeze caressing our faces. We stood on the balcony and enjoyed the amazing view. The waters even seemed to calm down and elicit an invitation to everyone to come and enjoy the beauty of God's creation. It was amazing to watch. What was even more amazing was what happened next. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You would think that at the beach, when the sun comes out, people would remember why they're there and begin to pour out onto the beach like ants on a picnic lunch, but it didn't happen. I remember standing out on the back balcony just wondering if anyone was going to come out that day. The sun was beaming down. The sky was bright blue. The wind was calm. A perfect day to be at the beach, but there was no one there. I began to wonder why. I asked my boys if they wanted to go down to the beach, and without hesitation, they all said, no, absolutely not. They were good in the house. I asked why the weather was perfect. One of them quickly responded, Dad, did you see how quickly that last storm came up? 
It might look good right now, but in two minutes, it could be pouring again. We're staying inside. I began to imagine that everyone else was thinking the same thing. For an hour, the beach was empty. Finally, one by one, people began to emerge, and by the middle of the afternoon, the beach was so filled with people that there was hardly a place to sit. I thought about how sad that is in our spiritual lives. How many of us go through a storm and do everything we can to survive only to forget what God has told us about ourselves and the plan that he has for us. When the storm passes, we're still as paralyzed as we were before. Friends, don't forget in the dark what God has told you and shown you in the light. Each and every day, we're dwelling in the possibility and the reality that God wants to do something in and through us. There are going to be times where difficulties arise and our emotions may cloud our view of God, but his word has told us that we can trust him. You may be struggling with a relationship and can't figure out how to work through it because you're in the dark and you can't see it. You may be struggling financially and desperation has darkened your reasoning. You may be questioning the purpose behind everything that's going on in your life right now. Whatever the situation might be, remember who you belong to. As we step into day two of this journey, this 21 days of prayer and fasting, remember to believe in the light while you have the light so that you may become children of light. Now, what I want to do is share with you day number two here from our prayer guide. If you're looking at that, if you're taking it with you, or if you're just driving down the road right now, here's the focal point in all of this. When we're looking at our life, what do we need? We need a new way of thinking. How does that happen? Oftentimes, the fear and anxiety we have stems from the process and the perception that we have. We don't see the way that God sees. We don't perceive the way that God perceives. We don't understand the way that God understands. So what do we need? We need a renewed mind. We need higher thoughts. Look at these scripture passages. The first one we're going to read is in Romans chapter 12. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, this is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to rest and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. It begins in the mind. Remember who you are. Remember whose you are. Keep that perspective in sight as we step into each and every day. The next passage is from Isaiah 55, and this is one of my favorite passages in the Bible. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not re return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn bush will grow the juniper, and instead of briars the myrtle will grow. This will be for the Lord's renown, for an everlasting sign that will endure forever. Now when I think of the first part of that passage, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. You know, oftentimes we think of this image of heaven. 
And many of us will hear of three heavens. There are three heavens discussed in the Bible. What are those heavens? Let me just very quickly explain what those heavens are. You have one heaven that addresses the creation that's around you, that kind of steps into the atmosphere, all of earth, where we see the birds, where they fly. We look at the height of the mountains. We look at the clouds in the sky. That's the first heaven. The second heaven that we discuss is the expanse and the entirety of all of creation, the 93 billion light years across of the universe. And then the third heaven is where God exists. Now, when we look at this passage right here, the heaven referred to is that second heaven. What is he saying right here? God is saying, God is, and this is impressive. God is saying, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. As the heavens are above the ground, as the expanse of the universe is 93 billion light years across, as far as that is away from the ground right here, that's how high above your thoughts are my thoughts. That's what God is saying. Now, if we were to just think of our atmosphere, that's still pretty impressive. A couple of miles up into the air, that seems pretty amazing. But it goes even further than that. We're talking billions of light years. That's the expanse. That's the vastness. That's the gap between God's thinking and our thinking. We are a finite being. We worship an infinite God who is bound by absolutely nothing. So where does our mind need to rest today? Our mind needs to rest in the truth. That even if I don't understand it, God is still in control. Even if I can't grasp it, God is not confused by it. We can trust him. Every step of the way, we can trust him. So today, today, let us think on those things. Let us pray. Let us ask God to open our heart and mind to any beliefs or actions that don't align with the word of God. Help them help them to, to open our hearts so that we're clear, so that we're looking at the truths and, and abiding obeying the word of God. Pray for the Holy Spirit's transformation through the renewal of your mind. This is where things begin, that transformation, that peace, and that joy. As we surrender to the Holy Spirit, he changes our thought processes. And ask the Lord to grant you understanding of the things above and for increased measures of faith that his word will not return void. Today, my friends, we serve an awesome God. Remember that. Embrace that, surrender to that, and let's watch him work. Pray with me. Almighty God, we come to you, Father, and thank you for your grace and your goodness. We thank you for the hope that we have in you and the salvation that comes through Jesus alone. Father, renew our mind. Transform our thinking. Help us to see the way that you see, to think the way that you think so that our focus is not on ourselves and what we want and what we desire, but our focus is on you and what you long for and what you desire. God, these anxieties and stresses are so very real in our lives. Help us to recognize how powerful you are. Help us to trust in how amazingly awesome you are. Lord, there will be challenges today. There will be disappointments today. But those are simply a matter of perspective. Help us to recognize that in those challenges and in those disappointments, you're making us more and more like Jesus. And there is no greater gift. There is no greater blessing. Help us to embrace that truth today. Help us to share that truth today. Help us to change the way we see things and the way we respond to things so that we're not consumed by negativity, but we're consumed with the positive truths of who you are and what you're doing. Father, we love you. We thank you for who you are. I thank you for those who are joining in. I thank you for those, Lord, who are embracing this prayer challenge. And right now, Father, we come to you, surrendering to you, 
trusting in you, praying, God, that you will bring revival in a way like we've never seen before, that it will begin here in our hearts, that it will begin here in our community, that it will begin here in our church, because we know the only way that this takes place is by complete and total surrender. Forgive us of our sinfulness. Cleanse us of our unrighteousness. And may all that we do today be pleasing to you, Father. We love you. And it's in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for joining in, for taking time here today. Day number two, as we embrace this journey, 21 days of prayer and fasting. Know that you're constantly being lifted in prayer. Know that you're loved. Know that in the midst of all of this, we are here for one another to encourage and build each other up. Let's stand, fa- let's stand fast. Let's stand strong and embrace the truth of God's word day in and day out. I look forward to being with you again tomorrow as we step into day three of 21 days of prayer and fasting. Have an absolutely fantastic day. Bye.